It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew. We finally got Mo on here. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Dave West from Cigar Noise. Sub, bro, amigos. Let's get it rolling. So, uh, what did you guys? Uh, we we just reviewed some of the podcast topics uh, off air. What do we What do we want to start with? What What came uh, to mind as a as a starter tonight? Wait, what are we all smoking? There we go. Who wants to go first, Dave? That's me. So I'm smoking this uh, Palestini from Josh, and I hope I'm saying that right. Is that right, Palestini? Oh, Palestini, the uh, maybe? cigar hustler. Uh, yeah, the Roma Craft and Cigar Hustler, right? Oh, uh, yeah. How is, is it? that right? <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm, I'm enjoying the it. Broadleaf, and, uh, the Broadleaf yeah. or Cabana? Yeah, the Broadleaf. That sounds good. It's, since Mo took so long, I also got a Torch Connecticut on deck from Old Smokey. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mo. Mo's nap got in the way tonight. Yeah, do you need the you need to wake up still? Shit. Ah, uh, this warm Jason's milk. helping. So you're smoking <laughs> the Jason. Warm milk to put me back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey mom, let me know if the coffee's ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need it out here. <laughs> Dude, that shit needs to be on the intro for like the next five episodes. Um, <laughs> I've got the tiff right now that I fired up and I've got the Chuck waiting. So Tonight will be the conclusion to my podcasting with the monsters. Mm. Well, oh, yeah. unless uh, maybe maybe we get some of those skinny monsters, and then we could just start all over. We again. can we can do another ten. <laughs> I'm really curious how those perform. Uh, actually, I was just talking to a B earlier tonight, <laughs> and he was smoking the uh, he was smoking a Wolfman. And uh, he said that they were still a little fresh. Isn't that what we said in uh, our text message that we had? They come yeah, in... I'm just repeating. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were giving us new information. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Dave asked, is, well, that, is that a Pete Johnson thing now that he sends them in fresh? That kind of wet factor? Yeah, isn't that what is you said? Is that a Tatawahe thing? I don't think so. I just assumed okay. it was Abe's presence. If I can solve Well, that is true. After your story, <laughs> I heard about him last week. Which uh, uh, that best just, wingman ever. Yeah, that that kind of leads <laughs> us. That kind of leads us into uh, a bee's uh, test of you. Yeah. So, so last weekend he's like, "Dude, I'm going to test you this and that," and I was like, "I'm clean." And uh, so we did a blind taste test. So he brings his cigar, and it's you know it's a it's a good sized cigar. It's a Toro, no doubt. You know I'm like all right, six six you know six by fifty two, fifty four, something like that, whatever. I'm like man, what is this? You know dark wrapper. So I I take a couple puffs, and I'm like okay, it's Ecuadorian Habano. It's uh, it's definitely Nicaraguan filler. So I'm like all right, I got that down. Then I'm smoking. I'm about a third of the way in, and I'm like huh. So then I'm like thinking through all the brands. I'm like, all right, it's not, it's not a Luzioni. It's not Roma Craft. It's not, you know, I didn't think it was like a, you know, um, it was definitely not Drew Estate. I'm like, okay, it's not Fuente, obviously. It's not E.P. Carrillo. Those usually have a distinct taste. Um, so then I'm like, okay, it's, I'm like, I'm trying to think. 
So I'm like thinking, I'm like my father-ish. So I'm like Tatawahe, crowned heads. Um, because I'm thinking I could not think to save my life of a, my father was just a regular Ecuadorian Habano rapper. And so I get through it and he's like, do you know what it was? And he goes, well, what do you think of it? And I said, no, it's not a bad cigar, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, well, w- would you, would you keep it in your humidor? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, <laughs> so he, w- he takes out the band and it's a Pepin tenure. And oh. so what threw me off was. I could not think of a my father that had an Ecuadorian Habano because I remembered the tenure. Okay, so to rewind, I've only smoked one tenure, and it was magical, okay, at the time. And, <laughs> uh, and, and so it was almost a year ago. It was like last August that I smoked one. So I didn't really remember, I guess, the, the color of the wrapper. I'd always thought it to be lighter. And then I couldn't think of a My Father with it, just an Ecuadorian Habano because the My Father fit five year uses a Rosado, Ecuadorian Habano Rosado. And I thought that the 10 year did as well. And because uh, it was so light from what I remembered. But man, I was I was wrong on that. So I kind of danced around it because those two brands, Tatawahe Crown Heads, are both My Fatherish. But they're the only ones that I thought. But I never would have guessed specifically Pepin 10 year. Wow. So that was your Holy Grail cigar. It kept you guessing. Yeah. Well, well, and so by that, and even though, and I guess two things came out of that. One, you could never make a cigar your holy grail cigar if you've only smoked it once. That was my mistake, an amateur move. Um, and two, I think it was more to do with the situation when I smoked it than it does uh, with actually how good the cigar was. The That's cigar good. is still phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But the situation it was smoked in, the uh, the atmosphere or whatever, made it that much better. Yeah. So then your really palate's always going to change. Yes, that's what I keep telling you and hoping. And, <laughs> but if it doesn't change, you're doing it wrong, I think. You know what I mean? If it doesn't sure. change? You're either, yeah, you're not smoking enough or you're not smoking enough you know, new things, especially as a reviewer standpoint. Mm-hmm. My personal take, I think if it doesn't change year over year slightly, then you're just not doing it enough. Well, you've got a lot of room to grow, so. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, man, my, my wheelhouse, uh, I think my wheelhouse taste, though, is that Jason-ish, that, uh, you know, uh, Cro-Magnon-ish, uh, that kind of, you know, Cajonu 2012. I, I think those are all kind of, my, you know, the broadleaf. I found that no matter what, those typically are my wheelhouse. Which has actually yeah. changed since you lived here even, so in the last two years. Yeah, yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, man, that was cool. That was really cool. And then, and then on top of that, I'm like thinking to myself, even if he would have said whatever, I didn't, I never would have thought that he would have blind tested me with that cigar because people just don't gift those so abe thank you very much thank you very much that meant a lot so th- you know if he's li- he will listen thank you <laughs> you will listen <laughs> well he does i mean he know i know he does yeah that's that's a pretty solid move on his part uh, absolutely the b so um what do you have to drink with this cigar uh coffee and water 
Okay, so we kind of got a question from, and I, we've talked about it before, but Kyle C. from Cigar Noise wants to know some... Uh, Kyle Black Label? Yeah. <laughs> he wants to know some <laughs> non-alcoholic pairings with cigars. Um, Dave's going to be no help because all he drinks <laughs> is booze. Is Kyle's remarks. <laughs> um, is, is, is there a sound effect for AA? <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, hang on. Yes. It kind of sounds like somebody pissing. (laughs) It's it's a it's a universal sound effect. Oh okay. okay. It goes in that way and it goes out that way. Yeah, you can be used for either. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I'm having coffee with also a a ginger ale tonight. Um. Mm -hmm. Whoa. I know. So I've found. The holy grail of drinks. <laughs> um, because I love Dr. Pepper with uh, cigars. And here, our wonderful um, convenience store, Come and Go. That's K-U-M and Go. I'm getting a t-shirt this time. <laughs> Come and Go. Yeah, they have Dr. Pepper slushy. So I found with the Dr. Pepper slushy that like the juice kind of wears out before the cigar's gone. So I now mix Dr. Pepper slushy with regular Dr. Pepper. Because regular Dr. Pepper, if you do ice, it, it waters it down, and then it's crappy in the end, too. But, dude, slushy with Dr. Pepper, spot, <laughs> it's spot on. Interesting. So Dr. Pepper, coffee, ginger ale. Um, I know some people yeah. say not to, but, dude, I, I like Mountain Dew. Um, I'll do Mountain Dew and um, Gatorade mixed together sometimes. Whoa. It's, I, dude, it's good. That, that's ambitious. Yeah, that's, that's a cheeky <laughs> attempt, as the Brits would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like making a brunch when you're a kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's Brunt good. Brunch and Sprite. <laughs> sprunch. Yeah, Sprunch. <laughs> you can't forget um, root beer, man. I don't root like root. It goes hard. I don't like root I don't, beer. I don't, I don't, I don't, me neither, yeah. Ah, oh, man, root beer, like, something about the root beer spices really pull out some good stuff from the cigar. I can see. Well, that's kind of how Dr. Pepper is, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very similar. Um, um, the ginger ale you talked about, Drew? Yeah. Phenomenal. I, I think sometimes, depending on, because there's a lot of different types of ginger ale, and sometimes it'll overpower the cigar, but when it hits, it's just phenomenal. It's very refreshing and crisp. Yeah, ginger ginger ale is a killer on CI samplers. You gotta. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's also the ginger cigar that just came out too, right? What's that one? Oh, yeah. by uh, Black Label. Yeah, another yeah, ginger. I don't, I don't even know what that. Uh, what is? It? I mean, oh, I have no we idea. We didn't talk. But... We, we didn't. T- you know, that's one thing we didn't talk to James about was uh, his whole thing with CFET. We never oh, even man, touched upon that. Yeah, where were you at on that one, Dave? Jeez, Dave. Ah, shit. That was my bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll no, suck no, no. that one up. I'm not even disappointed in you. Kyle, where were you at on that one? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Kyle, you failed us. You know, he, yeah. he almost got a black label humidor out of that, but not anymore. <laughs> Taking it back. <laughs> uh, oh, James wrote uh, up the adoption papers after that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Reject. Uh, Chai tea. Chai tea works out pretty well, too. 
Man, I've been wanting to do more teas too, and I didn't know. I don't know. I just need to try some. Yeah, I, I like chai tea, and you know, coffee to me is like ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. it overpowers. I mean, it, it wins more often than not, but it, when it hits, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, you're right. Red uh, Bull. I do some Red Bull occasionally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I Mo? do sugar free now. Yeah, but it's it's not as good. But no, it's not. That, but I know that Lenox with the Red Monster. You suggested that Mo. That that was phenomenal. That was great. Yeah. Oh, dude, Red Monster for some reason goes really well with some cigars. Well, you know that. Yeah. I found the Lenox they have like that cherry kind of flavor to it, like fruity almost at some points, and so yep. those types of drinks usually go good with it. Yeah. Um, pulls it out. I'm a big I'm a big protein shake guy. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> I know. <laughs> That's got to go on like an award somewhere. The most not ridiculous, maybe the most unassuming. <laughs> you know. That makes like, per- who, who would really think about that? It makes perfect sense, though. You, I mean, this is going to kind of lead into our next little topic, but, dude, chocolate? Pfft. Yeah, absolutely. Might as well just mix it into a drink. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I, I like chocolate stout. Um, I like pieces of chocolate. I don't necessarily like chocolate milk. There's something about milk that I just don't think works well with a cigar for me. I, don't do, I wouldn't do milk, but a protein yeah, shake. I mix it, yeah, I mix it with water anyway yeah, yeah. to save calories. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. What to are you talking about? Like, He's got to watch his girlish figure. It's about bikini season. Oh, we, we've seen those shoulders on you, son. I, I'm, get, I'm getting. I'm getting Brazilian, dude. <laughs> oh, a that, wax? Not, yeah. No, Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting. I'm getting a lot of <laughs> uh, That's what all the cool kids are calling it, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the male version of a Brazilian wax, the Marafina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I feel like Drew in a nail salon. <laughs> <laughs> like a million dollars? Jeez. But cooler because you're pioneering this one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't something that's there's, frowned upon yet because no one knows about it. Yeah, there's no precedence here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so me and Dave kind of touched on this one too, off of off air. Each but, other, yeah. We touched um, a lot. Yes, we had an hour. Mo. <laughs> we had, we were an waiting hour. on you. Yeah, yeah literally. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Forty seven minutes. So long. We, we played long out your day. dreams. Don't worry. We did twice. Awesome. Mm. Um. So, f- not necessarily food pairings, but like snack pairings. Mm-hmm. Um. Me and Mo talked about this uh, the other day with chocolate and stuff, but. Um, dude, I'm always going for chocolate now with like cigars. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and I found those, dude, those are bomb too. Um, Drew, you know what cigar chocolate's really good with? Well, let's hear it. Uh, that my, fa- <clears throat> that my father five year. Well, dude, next have... time you smoke one, yeah. dude, chocolate. Yes. Chocolate pieces with it. Unbelievable. That coffee then too, probably, huh? Mm-hmm. Coffee's good with that cigar. You're yeah. going to overdo it if you mix in some hot chocolate with the coffee? Not sure. I haven't tried uh, it. Uh, might be worth a try. So I picked I up it. these. Um, they're they're the the little pretzel um, pretzels filled with peanut butter dipped in chocolate. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's almost <laughs> you over. You are an ambitious motherfucker it's, tonight, man. It's, it's yeah. almost yeah. over. <laughs> where, where did your balls come from? <laughs> 
They're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> You're talking about a guy who wouldn't smoke anything but a Nika Rustica a year and a half ago. <laughs> Actually, you got me started on the Nika, so... <laughs> I know. I was being facetious. <laughs> if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be smoking them now. <laughs> yes, it's, I grew up. It's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I grew the chocolate up. thing, though, have you experimented with like the sea salt chocolate uh, or different uh, variants? Yeah, dude. Um, I normally yeah, sea do. Sea salt chocolate is the shit. I normally do, and actually, let's see. I've got a uh, dark chocolate and sea salt with caramel. Yeah. And then uh, I've got a milk chocolate and toffee as well. Oh, that sounds good, dude. Oh, I bet a Heath. I bet a Heath bar. Yeah. Would be good. Hey, mom, is that coffee ready? <laughs> I don't know, not yet. I need that. Wake Moe's ass up. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and you know how they say that uh, like almonds are very palate cleansing? And they say the same thing about lemon and uh, like coffee beans. You know, you can smell coffee beans to kind of clear it out a little bit. Yeah. I okay. think chocolate is just the hands down the best one. Hmm. But I think at the same time, it like enhances everything. Yeah, and um, from talking to James a month or two ago, it's the sugar from his point of view, and I haven't yeah. really researched it, but it sounds legit. Something about sugar reinvigorates the palate. Could be. Well, and they always say on a really strong cigar that's going to like knock you on your ass to like eat something with sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, they say if like you get knocked out by a cigar, have something with sugar or have sugar. Yeah. Or I've just seen guys on Reddit talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, that's why he eats so much sugar. Yeah. Well, chocolate <laughs> well, is uh, just it, it's great all around, man. I mean, it, it kind of refreshes you a little bit. But I also have a lot of, um, like, pretzels, um, different oh, yeah. types of nuts available, you know, just to try to figure out what it is I'm tasting. What kind of nuts you like? Um, but, I mean, besides most. Uh, almonds, cashews, pistachio. That's the usual. <laughs> Chicken and stride. <laughs> just went along. Yeah. yeah, those are up there, but I prefer cashews. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ruling anything out. I am a team player, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's kind of like everything else on my porch. You know, I, I try to if I can't what? really identify what coffee's on, ready on your porch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I keep spices. Um, I have a little box, so when I go out there to review, you know, I just pull the shit out. You got to be kidding me right now. I'm not, man. I'm not. Dude, I want a picture of this. Okay. You post yeah. a picture on Instagram later of your spice box. Is it like <laughs> okay. a tackle box for like fishing? No, it's uh, <laughs> kind of like an old Tupperdor, you know, just a smaller one. And I just got like uh, the kitchen spices in there and little, um, <laughs> not really jars, but little containers of different nuts. Different little oh things. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Well, I have a really hard time with distinguishing nut flavors, so I've got to really kind of taste them a little bit to figure out what it is. Same thing with peppers, you know, the different peppercorns, but I haven't quite figured that out yet. So, okay, um, hang, this this is this is cool. Hang on one second. Hang on. Okay. So, uh, so when <sighs> roll us down, I, you're trying to distinguish a <laughs> cigar you that you're reviewing. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. So, oh my bad. <clears throat> you can only be uh, only speak when spoken to. <laughs> yeah, that sounds hot. Um, okay, so you're reviewing a cigar, and you've got your box of spices on your porch. Um, 
Do you start like you're like, hmm, is this a whatever? And you start like sniffing your spices or your nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like a, so what? Like a horny what dog. What started was the uh, the compartier. I couldn't really figure out if it was nutmeg or you know cinnamon or allspice, which is a combination of the you know a couple different things. And then when I brought out the spices, I was able to say, okay, you know, there's definitely clove. There's definitely some cinnamon, some nutmeg. And that's what kind of started the whole thing. So the nuts, though, you can't smell. You have to taste them a little bit. All right. So, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Drew, yeah. Drew, Drew, here's the thing with Dave is he he wants to graduate from the, barbar- the barbaric behavior of just writing reviews without really nailing down the tastes. Yeah, I want to figure it out. You know, I, know. I started off not wanting to, but the more oh. I do it, yeah, I want to get it right. I'm interested though. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, gen- I mean, I know I'm laughing because this is funny, but I'm, I'm actually <laughs> curious. Is, you, is your wife ever like in the kitchen cooking and she's like, "Hey, Dave, you got some allspice out there with your cigars I can use? We're out no, in I here." No, I bought my own. Yeah, I got, I got my own little set, man. Awesome. I, I really want... You've <laughs> got to post a picture of this. I want to see your... Yeah, dude. That, that's pretty cool. Your cigar pairing spice kit. Okay. <laughs> and it's not the pairing. This is just well, for yeah, trying sorry, to sorry. discern. Yeah. Yeah. Nut and spice flavor scent. Um, I don't even know what you... You're going to have to think of a name for this. Okay. <laughs> Oh, well, you, it's dude, been you could sell these. You could sell these to people that are reviewing cigars. Yeah, but then you'd be uh, mailing spices, and I don't know. They might label me a terrorist at some point. Well, they already have. <laughs> when you write bomb on your packages, I know, man, that's so scary. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everything so. the, try doing, try doing it with emails. Your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um do we have any more i mean besides chocolate you've got your whole review your your uh review box of goodies mm-hmm. which is just more for the scent and you know some 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 flavor but man is it just mm-hmm. spices I, God, i'm really curious i'm serious do you have yeah for right now it's just spices and nuts you don't have like windex in there or i don't know what else no, no, you, not do generally. You, I mean, you like I thought about a, expanding. You have like a penny in there that you chew on beforehand or something? I do have a penny. Yes, I do. Do you? Okay. Yeah, for that, that mineral metallic kind of thing. Yeah. Just give it I, a good Honestly, whiff. Dave, that, that's really cool, man. That's a good idea. All bullshit. It's helpful. I know. I, I'm not make. I am making fun, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, damn, why didn't I think of it? <laughs> Dude, I'd be selling these. I'd be selling... <laughs> Cigar noise reviewing spice nut kits. <laughs> <laughs> we have to call it like the review buddy or something. Yes, dude. <laughs> if you're listening, we're copywriting that right now. The re- bring, bring out your bring out your inner connoisseur, dude. Your inner that's right. aficionado, dude. You could so sell these. I'm not even kidding. That's awesome. Get like a hey, free actually, T-shirt when you buy the review buddy. Mm. Actually, Dave, you know what? We were talking about ideas for, for cigar noise, but you know, and, and maybe you could play on this a little bit. Okay. One one thing that people always say about cigar noise is, before cigar noise, all I used to smoke is, now, mm-hmm. 
I smoke this, this, and that thanks to being a part of this community. Yeah. I've seen people say that over and over. Yeah. That's a really good point, man. Hmm. Yeah, dude. We're going to have to think about that and flush it out. I like it. Yeah. You know, like before, it's so true. before, before Cigar Noise, Altidus, after Cigar Noise, and then name like Katawai, <laughs> yeah. anything, anything Dave doesn't smoke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, dude, you, you can see it in my own profile. Look at my Instagram. Scroll back to the beginning. And you can see my own history, you know. I, I guess uh, I graduated. So, I mean, you can see the different levels of, of school I've been through just in the last you know, eight months. Speaking of, I really do think that uh, you would enjoy that Miami syndicato. That yeah. syndicato Miami. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's the Casa Fernandez. It's, you mm-hmm. know, so that, you know, you make some of the warp stuff and things like that that you like. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not going to go out and say it reminds me of an Oso by Warped because I've only smoked one of those, but it kind of had a similar feel to it, if that makes sense. Um, So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good cigar. Drew, did I ever send you one of those? No, the Miami one? I've seen them here. I just never picked one up. Oh, they do have them by you? Okay, I got you. I probably won't now that you said David like it. (laughs) <laughs> it's one of those. It's, it's one of those cigars, in my opinion, that cuts across the palate spectrum. Hmm, that's you pretty know, there's rare. There's always those okay. cigars. Yeah. There's always those cigars that, like, no matter what your preference is, it's still good. Interesting. Unless you're Dave. You know, I'm I'm really curious what the Miami flavor profile is because it seems like a lot of the cigars that have that Miami attachment to them taste awesome. fairly similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. But they're, they're just similar, you know? And I can't quite pinpoint what it is exactly. I'm sure somebody out there, they can email us, I guess, and tell us what it is. But it's just, it's very similar, and it's it's a very structured profile, it seems. Yeah. And I wonder if they actually smoke that kind of shit in Miami. You know, is that actually something they do? Yeah, I don't know. That might be one of those regional things we talked about last week. No, yeah, yeah, it could be. So, um, this kind of leads us into... PNW, yo, what Boom. what got you guys? Hello. What got you guys into cigars? <laughs> Not how you met. We all know that love story. So, I'm guessing he's directing that more at me and Mo, but we want to hear yours too, Dave. Mm. Thank you. So, <laughs> you want to go first? Go ahead. I gotta, okay. I got to start another cigar here. <clears throat> um. So. This was in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was at a buddy's. His uh, child had a birthday party, and he hands me a cigar. And it was rather embarrassing, and it was also rather habit-forming, it seems, you know, in retrospect. But he gave it to me and said, you know, I know you're going to smoke it, and you're probably not going to like it, but you're going to smoke more. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. And I don't even remember what the cigar was, really. But I remember having dreams. I didn't smoke another one for like a week or two. I had these weird-ass dreams. I don't know if we talked about it before on air or not, but it was like there was a huge cigar, bigger than my face, right? And I was, like, trying to smoke it. So, like, I was putting my lips up to the cigar, but, like, my whole face was buried in leaf, and it was just, like, this weird-ass dream. I mean, it was probably the femur, and I should have made it before Roman Craft did. Are you sure but, you, uh, he gave you a cigar to smoke? <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this sounds almost sexual in nature. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, we need to have L Train back on to uh, analyze this. But, dude, like, I had that dream, like, two or three nights in a row, and then I ended up Googling, you know, cigars, and I found a uh, little gas station that had a small little humidor, and I bought some more stuff, and that's just kind of where it took off. But it, it was a very weird experience for me, and I, I really didn't like them too much for the first uh, few months. I, I smoked them while playing poker and stuff, and it was more of, like, something to do, and it was a hobby of trying to find Whoa. something I liked, and then... I found some Hondurans that I really enjoyed. That's where it took off. Really? Yeah. They were very mild, and uh, they, they went well with coffee at the time. Man, I will tell you, that is one region where if a cigar has Honduran in it, I can almost guarantee mm-hmm. I will not like it. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> uh, my bad. My computer had some update. Jeez. Wait, does that mean none of this shit saved? No, we're good. It just popped up uh, and made a funky noise about some update. Did you guys not hear it? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, then ignore that. <laughs> I just figure whenever you go quiet, you're getting uh, you're getting pictures sent to you. No, no, no. <laughs> not recently. Oh, in the time frame of this, too, we talked about this because I've assumed that I only smoked cigars for six, seven years, but this was uh, prior to my first child's birth, so this was... 2006 to 2007. So was it an Opus? No, no, I don't know what it was, but there was probably a good, like, eight and a half years of CI sampler. Well, um, well, let me take that, about the Honduran thing real quick before I, I think there was a a Drew Estate, I think the, uh, the Ratzilla has Honduran filler in it, or part of it, and that was a decent cigar, so I can't say I don't like any of them, but, like, I think... I think Gurkha. So no CLE. Under. I've never I've never had a CLE. Hmm. Okay. I, I don't know about the um, the Aroa Camachos. Were those in Honduras as well? I really don't know. I don't know. That was before my time. I was still I smoking other stuff. Yeah, Camacho. I smoked that Camacho yesterday. I don't even know what the name of it is. I gotta find out. But it was gifted to me. That that wasn't a good. It wasn't a bad cigar. Pretty good. Uh, what you guess? You gonna yeah? You gonna tell your story, Mo? <laughs> oh me, man. Um, dude, this is gonna sound so stupid. Do you remember your first cigar? No. Uh, just kind of how I even got into all that. Like, okay, so when we were in high school. My buddies would uh, get together to have adult beverages. Um, a lot of them would partake in the chewing of tobacco, neither of which really interested me. So I really just needed something to do and cigars were it. I hated cigarettes. I've only done those like once and cigars just always kind of had it. And then, you know, and then, yeah. So then on and off, but then I gave up cigars for a long time. Then got back into it. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because nobody, I mean... We were in that age group where, like, all my friends were around the same age and none of us just did cigars. I really do feel like a lot of times guys get into cigars as they mature. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. I really feel like that's like a, a – like, that could be like a sign of maturation, like where you are in your life is like when you get into cigars. When you, you became a man <laughs> finally now that you're smoking cigars. Yeah, it's like getting pubic hair. <laughs> it's almost the you exact same thing. You know, it's also like thing. a false – False maturation for some people. <laughs> well, Is that directed at Drew. 
No, no. no. Like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? I mean, some people start smoking cigars, you know, and and they're kind of younger, and they just they feel like they're a different level when they're not necessarily. You but know? but here's here's my view when when you first said that, I think that's true, but not because that's going to be your. The guy that, like, Mo was talking about, because he wasn't really into cigars back then. I mean, that's what got him started, yes, but he wasn't, like, a cigar smoker back then. No. Right. So, I think, I don't know, when you said that, that's what I thought of. It was like, yeah, whatever, it's it's a dude that smokes cigars? He's not a cigar smoker. Yes, that's a big difference. That's true. He's the guy that... I just think it's still seen as a status symbol for some people. Oh, definitely, but... We talked about that, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Drew. Go ahead, man. No, you're you're good. Um, yeah, that that was it. That's what I thought. So, well, no, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was gonna expand on that because <laughs> go for it. It's expand. like, fuck it, man. I'm bringing it up. Sorry, that whole Facebook <laughs> thing with the groups and stuff. Fuck it. Um, but not only just that, but like <laughs> that one guy's response about something. How like social media has just completely like obliterated cigar. I don't know if you want to call it lifestyle or what. Culture, but yeah, culture. culture. Yeah, but if I, it has, I mean, sure, it's like it's like I feel like it's cheapened the experience, and like Drew said, there's a lot of people parading themselves as cigar guys who are really just guys who smoke cigars once in a while. Yeah, with they're out with the buddies, and that's just the thing you do. It's a social thing yeah. more than how many how many times when we were sitting at Classic like downtown Tulsa, a guy would come in, he'd go buy a three dollar cigar that he didn't even know what it was, yeah, and he'd walk out and go to like a bar or a club or whatever, and just and he did it just to try to be cool. Like you could <laughs> tell those guys aren't cigar guys, yeah, no. but they think that when, it gives them a certain look with a long ass run hanging off the bottom that canoe, <laughs> that what canoe <laughs> making a canoe, <laughs> yeah. That's usually what I see in the bar. Well, which aspects of it do you think um, cheapen the experience? Because I wonder if we were to pull up some magazines from, you know, let's say 10 years ago, if they were not doing some of the same things. Well, I I think um, I'm I'm almost certain that people did not post pictures of the only way to stack money or count money is with a X cigar brand and then pictures of – of weaponry and stacks of $100 bills. <laughs> well, uh, the, re- the weaponry is probably newer, but, I mean, the guy on a yacht with a watch and some lady in a bikini in the background. Yes. You yes. know, that, that was probably all over the magazines 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, it was. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But isn't that, I guess, part of the target group that cigar makers try to hit? Well, definitely. Well, if that's the case, then the social media is doing them a favor, and it's not, you know, it's, it's not really changing the culture is just branding it to them and that's really what they want to achieve no i think cigar i think people that are into cigars today are far different than i mean look at look at the sizes that are being um that are being thrown out there these days of cigars uh, based on you know like you know new consumers entering the market or or even um the kinds of tobaccos used or the flavor profiles um 
you know, I, I think even like infused cigars and flavored cigar, that whole game has changed. Oh, big time. I yeah. mean, I, I remember you, you'd go into like the gas station, you'd have two options. You know, now it's like literally <laughs> they have like whole oh. like yeah. racks devoted to like all these different flavors. And you're like, am I in a hookah shop or is this like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Is this come and go? And you- <laughs> come and go? <laughs> no. Or and you're even seeing like more mainstream cigars, you know, I, I don't know if it's that Humi Seal packet or what it is, but you're seeing a lot of that kind of stuff now at gas stations too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So on that, because you kind of brought up Facebook, social media, uh, as much as it maybe has hurt the culture, I think it's actually made it better in some areas as well. Sure. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So yeah, I, it, I don't know. I don't know necessarily balanced out. I, I think it may have helped it more than it might have hurt it. I agree with that. It I definitely agree. made it more accessible. Oh yeah. Yes. You know, everybody yeah. feels like they can smoke a cigar now. It's not just for fancy gentlemen. Yep. I agree. Or else we wouldn't be doing it. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bunch bunch of Neanderthals like us. Bunch well, of Neanderthals. Dave and I, <laughs> excluding Drew. Yeah. Freaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree, Drew. I think that's a very valid point, man. It, it yeah. grew the culture to the point where it included everybody, and now they're complaining that everybody's included. Um, I can remember. Okay, I smoked. This is funny. Um, God, I don't even know how I got a hold of them. Yeah, convenience store backwoods cigars. You guys know them? Hmm. No. They come in a little bag. And you like roll back up the little bag to keep them, you know, good. Okay. Okay. So I remember, and I don't even know, dude, I don't know how old I was. I was definitely under 18 at the time. Um, But I started, and not started, I had a couple of those, I guess. But then truly starting smoking cigars on more like a regular basis, I'd go and hang out at uh, a local shop here with Jeff, um, I think like every Friday um, when I was in high school. And that's when I actually started really smoking cigars but i just i went in because it was like i don't even know what it was it was like something new i don't know i wanted to try something and and same as uh, i think dave said too but dude i hated it the first like couple of times i'm like this is shit (laughs) (laughs) and you know it was like all right that was one i'll try some others and i remember I, i started with like some excaliburs maybe like punch um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just like some real generic mainstream, you know, and of course back then there wasn't a ton of options either. I mean, we're talking, this is 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't a, there weren't a ton of options. Um, I do. Yeah. So I don't know. I just kept going. I made friends and it ended up being more about the, uh, the environment and hanging out with people. And then I did find some cigars I liked and pretty pretty regular i'd have a i'd have a cigar once or twice a month from then on out really mm-hmm. once you get into it you know i for me at least i've noticed it's hard to be outside without a cigar you know like if you're just chilling outside <laughs> for whatever reason you know yeah. like if i'm watching the kids it play is, outside man. if i'm grilling you know stuff like that i want a cigar with me it's also hard you for know, you to be awake and not with a drink in your hand <laughs> Ouch. C- cigars are one of those things that uh, they're not addictive in and of themselves, but they are very habit-forming, if that makes sense. 
I agree, man. Like if I go on a field yeah. training exercise and I'm gone for a week, I'm I think about cigars I want to smoke, but it's not like I have an itch that I have to satisfy. You know, it's yes. just when I lay down for bed, yeah. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get home and smoke this cigar. Yes, yeah, because yep. it reminds you of a time that you're enjoying something usually. Yeah, relaxing and just kind of chilling. But I, I'm yeah. never like, oh, I can't wait to light one up. I'm shaking, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some some of those cigarette folks, man, you separate them for about five hours out of cigarette, and they will go crazy. Yeah. Oh, Dave. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple other questions here. Um, SSB five thirty nine. SSSB. My bad. Yeah. Um, he appreciated our banter about the impeding and now seemingly disfunct government regulations. Um, so he would like to know, um, if trade were to open freely from the U S to Cuba, um, what do we think the boutique market or cigar market in general would have fill uh, a pronounced, uh, financial effect or not? Yeah. People are finally going to appreciate Nicaraguan cigars for what they are. You think so? Man, no, that was kind of being that was kind of being facetious, but yes. the the uh, the uh, but I will say this that I truly and listen, I I enjoy a good Cuban cigar. They have a distinct profile, in my opinion. Um, they are good, some of them, not all of them. Um, but uh, they are not. I feel like based on what a lot of these guys are smoking that are really excited about these Cuban cigars, these are not going to be in your wheelhouse. <laughs> you know, and, and and I feel like at the end of the day, you might, you might add them to your rotation. You know what I mean? But I don't see Cuban cigars replacing what guys are smoking already as the main staples of their humidor. Not everybody, but for most guys. I think most guys are going to continue predominantly smoking what they already smoke well yeah because there's in my opinion there's quote unquote better stuff for better price yeah. well I, I think the american palate is just hardier you know they want that mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. nicaraguan the spice the bold flavors mm -hmm. um, absolutely so i mean i think the guys that are already smoking cuban cigars will appreciate it just mm -hmm. fine you know whether or not they mm -hmm. buy them at the LCDH here and pay all the taxes or they continue to try to shop the gray market overseas and get them tax-free. Regardless of that, those guys will still appreciate it if they sure. do now. And I think some of the some of the guys that really like that powerful cigar may smoke a Cuban and, and it's so different that they may yes. enjoy it. You know, it's it's, it's not apples yeah. to apples. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I think, I think you're right, though. The American market is so different because we're always seeking bolder, richer, more Lajero, more Lajero, more Lajero, you know? Absolutely. That's why Nicaraguan cigars don't do that well over, uh, you know, over like in Europe, for example. Yeah. You know, you, you don't and see a lot of them. As far as the boutique market, um, I really don't know that it would really change anything. If they came over here and we were paying the same taxes, they'd probably be overpriced compared to the boutique market. I think You don't it, see a lot of boutiques at heavy price points. I think it would benefit the market period because, um, and even the boutique market, um, like James said last week, um, they can already buy Cuban tobacco if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. So they're going to yeah, have more point. options to make different cigars. I mean, yeah, yeah, is really what Good that's going to kind of lead to. 
So it'll yeah. open up a whole new market to be able to use some different wrapper binder filler from Cuba. And we're, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all about options anyway. Yeah, yeah that's what it's really about. The more yeah. options is fine. I also said kind of off air that I think it'll, um, more fakes will pop up. Yeah. So all these people that are buying them will be buying more fake cigars. It is, um, <laughs> it is truly unfortunate that there are that many people that get duped. Oh, dude, uh, we see it. Uh, we we group chat all week. Yeah. And not a week has gone by that we haven't seen one or two pop up just in our general social media. Yeah, yeah. to no point. You know, to no guys are being fleeced like that. It just sucks. Oh yeah. Not cool. Not cool. And those are the obvious ones that you can just see in a picture. Then you're like, oh, that's fake. That's not even the ones that are like good fakes. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. 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 Like a box pressed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, box press. If I can tell it's fake, it's fake as fuck. Yeah, Just like we it. talked about, there's that really good website or that really good guy on Instagram that that does a phenomenal job. Uh, cigar, cigar enforcer, someone. Yeah, I mean. If you guys, if you ever have a question, man, just scroll through that guy's Instagram, and I mean, you know, he he has good stuff on there. So definitely does. Um, but if you guys, if you guys want to laugh, there's a guy uh, on Instagram called JLip. His name is Jason Lippert, um, aka Dick Taco. That guy <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. I mean, he's quite possibly one of the funniest human beings. I mean, his posts are just ridiculous. They're hilarious. Yeah, they're also. But he's just a guy. I mean. Yes, they are very crude, yes, but they are funny. <laughs> so, uh, B-West779 from Cigar Noise. Um, and I'm going to kind of change his up just to make this a little easier. But he, he's asking, what makes you not like a cigar? Um, he said, personally, I can usually find something about a cigar flavor-wise, me not liking one. Usually comes down to construction. So... Actually, to make this easier, you can just say what you like about a cigar, because then you wouldn't like the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got you. The old uh, besides construction. Okay, if 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 you're not reviewing, and not for reviewing purposes, if you're walking into a humidor, what's 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 going to stand out for you? I guess would make it the easiest. Because there's lots of cigars you can look at and be like, eh, I'm not going to try that. But, And we kind of talked about whether it's bands or because it's a Connecticut or whatever. There's lots that you're n- probably not going to necessarily try. But what do you go for? What Walking into you more, what are you looking for? Dave? Hmm. Mo? Who wants to? Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's tough for us because we usually want to walk in and learn what's new. You know, if yep, they got yeah. such and such releases that came out that we were kind of hoping to see. Yep. So exactly. it's a little different in that aspect. I know when I was smoking cigars for a long time, I was looking for construction. You know, I, I hated a bad draw. I hated it really bad. I hated a bad burn. But when I say construction now, you know, I've learned that necessarily isn't always construction. It could be storage. Yeah. You know, it could be uh, the way I handle the cigars. But now I, I kind of want flavor 
and I hate having to torch a cigar more because it affects the flavor mm-hmm. or has the possibilities mm-hmm. here. But I really, I really value flavor now. So, yeah. I mean, do you, okay. I don't know. That's a tough one to ask. How do you, if you go into a new <laughs> shop, okay. Like when you went into the UG, when we were yeah. down there, what did you ask? What did you ask them to show you? What did you, I mean, you just asked what they recommend. What did you, what are you, what are you looking for? So when I walked in with Larry first, I wanted to know, because when we talked to him the first time, I heard so many different brands that I have, I'd never known existed before. Yeah. You know, and so I wanted to kind of get a feel for um, some of his bestsellers, some of the stuff that I hadn't heard of that we talked off offline about. And then like Noel Rojas, you know, he knew that I liked Noel Rojas from all my exes and his Zion, And so he kind of showed me his blends, the guy con and some other stuff. And really at that point in the game, it was looking at everything because almost everything in the humidor was new to me. Is some there of any- stuff I'd seen like the Connecticut Valley Reserve and stuff. But- Is there anything that you don't look at then? Is there anything at that stage in the game? No. Okay. Because all the bands are, you know, I mean, it, it all is new, so you really can't look at presentation in the box or the bands or anything else. It's all just new shit in front of you. Has there any ever been any time that you've walked in and been like, I'm, I'm not trying that cigar because of whatever? Sure. So, um, there's a shop about 45 minutes from me, Governor's. That's my favorite place on earth right now. And then there's a shop about an hour and 10 minutes the other direction. And I walked in there, and I was just like, no, this is not me. It was very mainstream. It was very uh, establishment-type cigars. Okay. You know, there wasn't yeah. a lot of stuff I was looking for. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there is stuff that you're like, meh. And not because you've, have you, you've not necessarily smoked all that stuff either, right? Yeah, not necessarily. But some of it, like, you just know has a reputation. I gotcha. Which is, I mean, it's really, it's unfair, because I, I say you got to light it despite it. <sighs> this is true, but... but- there are a lot of cases where you'll look at a cigar and say, nope, not me. Okay. I, I, we, me and Mo, I believe, kind of have the same feeling. We don't have to put the disclaimer at the end of this podcast, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the views of Dave are not necessarily the salt and the smoke. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of hounding you because it's really kind of the same thing I do, and I'm kind of thinking Mo similar. But go ahead, Mo. What do you what do you? What do you like? What do you not like? Is there anything that you walk in and you're like, no, I'm not having that? Yeah, I just I just walk in I'm like, where's your Tatawahe stuff? <laughs> where, 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 where's your my father stuff? <laughs> no, I'm just playing because I, I get a lot of crap for that, that. That's all I smoke, but that's not true. Um, it's pretty true. What are you smoking tonight, Mo? What are you, what are you smoking tonight? <laughs> Gurkha. Um, <laughs> uh... That's a good question. Um, my experience is just a little bit different because of where I go. I mean, that's right or wrong. Uh, so Casa is very good on having a lot of stuff that other people don't have in terms of, like, hard to find. Uh, I'm not going to call them establishment brands because they're not. They're, you know, you're going to be able to go in there and find your opus anytime you want. Your, you know, some of your t- harder to find Tatawahe's stuff like that, um, but you're not going to get a lot of the boutique stuff. They just don't carry a lot of that. Um, so, but if like one of the like a Davidoff or something like that comes out with something new, you know they're going to be the first place to have it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm like, 
I'm like Dave. I go in first thing. First question always is every time I go, what do you got that's new or that I need to try or that you think I would like? Yeah. Every time. That's always the first question. If there's nothing, then I just go to like, you know, Roma Craft or Tatawa here or something. <laughs> <laughs> My father's. So, okay. And, and lately I've been on a Luzioni kick just because, I mean, dude, that, that, like, uh, I found a shop that has ECCJs that, you know, eight to eight, uh, man, I mean, that cigar is just unbelievable. Um, so at Casa, there's somebody there that you're talking to, whether it's, there's somebody that, that you're talking to that asking if there's anything new or something you'll like that they know what you like, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So what do you do at a shop where they, I mean, I know you probably haven't been to one in a while, but if you come into a shop here. You know what? We're going to do it, Drew. We're going to go into a shop, and I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything. No, seriously. <laughs> and this would be a good podcast thing. I'm going to pretend that I don't really know much about cigars, whatever. And it's going to be like a, like a case test. Okay. Just to see how people treat you. Yeah. And See where they direct and, you towards? Yep, and see where they direct you Well, towards. the acids are over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and grab that Opus X. <laughs> what? <laughs> We'll do that. That sounds fun. I'd, I'd watch that. You should make a video out of that. We could. We could do Maybe a... Uh, yeah. See how many people will point you towards the Connecticut for your first cigar? I guarantee they will. That's my first That'd cigar. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. that that'll be awesome. Um, no, no, what I, what I want to do more so even is, you know, I smoke cigars from time to time, and I'm kind of looking for something new. And then the first the first question they should ask me is, what do you normally smoke? Yeah. That should be the first question. And if they don't, then I'd be even more curious to see where they direct me. But Yeah. I like play, I kind of play this game with some people around here that don't um I'll go to a shop that I don't normally go to a lot or my regular person that I do know at the shop's not working. And I kind of play this game sometimes with them and see just to see where they kind of route me. Um it is kind of fun to do. <laughs> I won't. I won't take it to the extreme you're talking about, but it's it's fun. It's fun <laughs> for them. It? Just that, to that yeah. Thing, man. Well, but I yeah. I'll stop them before they <laughs> before they direct me to something silly. <clears> yeah. <laughs> Dave's Dave's motto is it didn't happen if it ain't on tape. This is true. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We'll get Abe involved. Um, just to kind yeah. of. <laughs> um. Just to kind of round that out, I mean, I almost <clears throat> do the same thing. Um, if I do go into a new shop that I don't know anything about, I'll, I'll always just ask, I mean, what's new here? Yeah. Um, you know, what just came out here? What do you... And then if they don't have anything necessarily, I do ask for like some of their top selling stuff or generally I have some different brands in mind um, here. What I've noticed too, like, cause I've been down to Dallas and then even like Oklahoma city and I'm in, I'm in Tulsa. So um, they will carry different stuff that, that maybe sells up here really quick or that we don't have Oklahoma city or Dallas will have some of those things. So I've got some brands in mind that mm-hmm. um, sometimes those other places will actually have in stock. And uh, I sent you guys some pictures of stuff that, Dude, I haven't even seen up here. I mean, I know it exists and all, yeah. but you just can't get that kind of stuff here in Tulsa. It it either sells really well or it doesn't sell at all, and it's not here. So, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's available down there. So a lot of that stuff, if you travel around, just even to the next state, 
there's all kinds of stuff that doesn't. Man, I'll tell you, even living up. down in Tulsa for over two years, I still don't know really what, because I, you know, like we talk about geographical or regional, you know, palettes. Let's call it. Yeah. I still don't really know what Tulsa's is. It's kind of um. It's kind of all over the board. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Because there's there's like a huge extreme, and even most of the shops here um, carry almost the same thing. Even that, that's right. And yeah. even when like one shop gets it in, the next shop getting it in too, because they're like, yep. oh, that's selling, so we're getting it in too. Yep. Yep. So even when it's hmm. new, it's it's new at all the shops at about the same time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really. I mean, Tulsa is kind of like an oligopoly. You know, you got your like three main players, right? Yeah. That control pretty much the whole scene. I don't know. Um. Okay, so I've got one here that we've kind of been hanging on to for a while. I think we we came up with this one, but um, how do you go about smoking stuff that you don't necessarily like to make room in your humidor for future pur- purchases? Yeah, saw that guy in Cigar Noise saying, uh, humid, like, you know, humidor, uh, making room in the humidor, smoking this. And, and it was Kink85, I think, is uh, his, his name. <laughs> Way but, to call him out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it was brilliant. It's a compliment. It's a brilliant uh, thing. I mean, the guy, it, you know, it's like, <clears throat> how often do you or do you ever just sit down and be like, dude, I need to smoke this because I need room. And, you know... I'm just gonna smoke it. I just yeah. I just shipped the whole humidor to Dave. Yeah, well, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, yeah, that definitely crosses my mind. And what sucks is when some of those were bomb cigars to you, and you feel bad, and you're like, "Well, crap, I can't give them to somebody, even if I know that they might like it." And I, you know, that 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 whole conundrum comes up again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Also, no, that's n- iron will. Yeah. I'm pretty sure okay. none of the ones I sent you, Dave, were bombs to me. <laughs> here's what here's what happened to me the other day. Here's something for you. I opened up my travel humidor and I told somebody you could pick whatever one you want, you know, whatever. And I had some cigars in there that were bombed to me or sent to me, and that person picked one of the cigars that was bombed to me. Did uh, so you just let it go? Did you not say anything? No, I didn't say anything. Is that uh, is that appropriate, Dave? Well, I think. <laughs> oh, here we go. I, I I think the main issue about rebombing cigars isn't necessarily that you're not smoking it or enjoying it with somebody close like that. I think yeah. it's that you're taking credit for that cigar kind of thing. I think generally that's the uh, the the disapproval factor. Am I right? Uh, no, no I, I think it's the fact that somebody it's like re-gifting something so somebody gives you something for your birthday you're like i don't want this so you give it to somebody else like it's yeah. not good enough for you but it's good enough for them <laughs> no because i mean sometimes you see uh people that rebomb stuff and it's good stuff you know sometimes it's not necessarily that it was bad it's, it's like wow that's a that's that, that's what i'm that's saying a ballsy though. rebomb I, yeah i know so why is it i guess if you know somebody like Dave, if I got bombed tomorrow with ten all my exes, 
Mm-hmm. And let's say I smoke one, and I'm like, man, this isn't. And I've never had it on my axis. So Ezra Zion, if you're listening to this, I know Dave's your fan club president, but I, I have not smoked one of those, right? <laughs> you will tomorrow, so, right? Yeah. So th- there's nothing. I'm not saying that I, I wouldn't like this cigar. I've just never I've never had it. So let's say I mm-hmm. let's say I had one. I didn't like it, but man, Dave, I know how much that cigar means to you. I know how much you enjoy it. Would it be wrong of me to? to send it on to my buddy that I know would absolutely love it and be ecstatic. The last time we discussed this under Dave's terms, yes, that's not all right. Well, well we also I'll tell didn't you talk what, about 10 of the same cigar. I mean, that adds a different dynamic. I don't know how much, but I'll tell you what, Dave, there's definitely something bomb, different there. If I got bombed with all my exes, I don't care how much I like that cigar. I'm sending you some because I know how much you <laughs> like it. No, and I'm being serious. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you know your buddy loves something that much, I'm sharing it with him. It's that simple. Yeah. It kind of breaks your bomb rule. Yeah, it does. But since it's all my exes, you know, I kind of got to bend a little. <laughs> you're bit. like, all right, I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you just, yeah, you're moral. I, I feel you, though. Is your ex. <laughs> but I think also there's that. Uh, disclosure factor, you know, you'd probably be like, "Hey, somebody gave me these. I'm passing yeah. it on." You know, it's it's not like you know, I'm such a badass. I'm dropping ten of these this guy's way. You know what I mean? It's it's not like you're necessarily taking the credit. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Yeah, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. It's a fine line. I understand. Let, let's but. let's say let's say it wasn't ten. Let's say it was two. He smoked one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to give the other one to you, Dave. Is that still Even if okay? I do so, like it. Even if I do like it. And let's just say, Dave, you know what, man? Yeah. I know you love these. They're hard to find. I want you to have the mm-hmm. other one, man. Is that, well, o- is that okay in a bomb to, for, for him to then bomb you with the other one? So this came up in our chat uh, with Corey earlier this week. And his viewpoint was if he sends more than one of anything, you know, he expects, you know, you, you to smoke one, but then the rest are fair game. And okay. I think other people would have that same viewpoint. I know me personally, uh, I would ask that person, you know. So, like, sure. uh, Drew sent me three Shadies, you know, and I, I've yeah. been looking forward to smoking the Shady. I sent you But more if somebody's than that. like, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's hey, all right. I got lost in the other right. thousand cigars. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if somebody else is like, man, I've been looking for a Shady forever, you know, and if mm-hmm. I. Ask Drew, like, hey, I know you sent this to me, but would you mind if I send this other guy and I'll let him know it came from you kind of thing? I, I think it would be okay. I think it's the full disclosure okay. and communication factor. I've already told okay. you, though, anything I sent you, you can share or do whatever you want with. So Yeah, yeah that, that's a good point. I, I would so, still ask you, though. So communicate with your uh, with your sender. Your bomby. Yeah, well, I think no. so. <laughs> uh, I, I think communication really writes a lot of wrongs. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. But you see some people that will get a bomb, and then you'll see that they received a bomb a month later, and it's a lot of the same stuff, and you're just wondering, like, hmm. But if they communicated it out, I don't think it'd be an issue. Yeah. Like, Drew, Drew's bomb to me, uh, and my buddy and Timbo, they sent me such good stuff that I don't even want to smoke it. That's like the, that's like the other end of the spectrum. Like, shit. <laughs> I don't want to smoke this stuff. I've never <laughs> been in that book. Um, yeah, I mean, Drew obviously sent me Opus and uh, some 
some uh, Cuban stuff and, I mean, just amazing stuff. And then my buddy Tim, I mean, the stuff he sent me, I you know, that's typically stuff. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, L, the L train. Yeah. Uh, but Thanks, Dave, for muting. Yeah. So um, man, I don't know. My take is still different on that. If somebody bombs you, some here. Here's the other side of that too. If if you're if you're gifted, I think what you did was, obviously was fine. I think if you're if I bombed you something and you're sitting down in person with somebody else to smoke it, yeah. and and you're gonna share something with them, dude. That's what it's all about. Well, well, the funny thing is the first thing they picked initially was the Partagas Four that you sent me. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, no, yeah. you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, that cigar sucks. That, that's terrible. But no, but I, but I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm like, you know, whatever you want. And then, and then they changed their mind and say, you know what, no, I'll take this. Hmm. So, and both of those cigars were bombed to me that yeah. they had picked. Well, and like, like I said, if I bomb you something, well, if I bomb anybody something and they're sharing it with a buddy, pff, dude, have at it. Yeah. You're the hang- share factor does seem to overrule a lot of things. You're hanging out. You're you're having a good time with somebody else. You're sharing cigars. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not like I repackaged it. Sent. They picked it. I wasn't gonna say, "Well, that cigar was bombed to me. Sorry, you can't smoke that." Come on. Yeah. That would have been a real dick move. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been a dick move. Not not the letting somebody smoke a bombed cigar. No, you can't have yeah. that one. It was gifted. Maybe I should change my stance on this, Mo. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Asshole. I shared those with you, man. <laughs> What's that? Um, okay, so oh. we killed oh, all that. No, the party gets to still on the travel human. No, I was kidding. <laughs> I'll send you another one. Whatever. Um, okay, let's let's kind of wrap this up. We've got... Um, do you guys want to talk about the value on cigars when reviewing, or do you want to talk about yeah. buying online versus the B and M? I, I think uh, it's up to you guys. What do you think, Dave? Well, I'm obviously passionate about the value. Let's talk about that. Boy. Let's talk about that. Okay. We may have time for both, but we'll let's play this one out and see. Okay. okay. So the value uh, on cigars so- when reviewing uh, versus the value on cigars for like a consumer. Dave, you're passionate about everything. <laughs> So giddy up. Okay. Um, so I really feel that value plays a large role in the cigar experience. And it's uh, as part of our rating system. It's one of five factors or criterion. And I think it's probably the most important. If you're smoking a $20 cigar and you're saying this has, you know, such and such value, 9.5 points out of 10 at $20, that's saying a lot for that cigar. If you're saying yeah. that, it has a six on value, then it's also saying a lot about that cigar. You know, you're, of course, we're all going to buy a cigar regardless of the price because we want to try it. So price isn't a factor in acquiring the cigar. But as far as the experience, if you know that there are cigars at a third of the price performing just as well or better, I think it's a big factor. Absolutely. I think, I think comes... one of the ones that come to mind oh, – I'm sorry, Drew. No, no, no. You're good. Go ahead. One of the ones that comes to mind for me, and uh, I know somebody else agreed recently in a post, is the the Cohiba Bahique. Mm-hmm. I forget the price now. I think they're 
they're upwards of fifty something dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they typically are over fifty, yeah. And I mean, I've still got a couple that I bought, <coughs> but I I'm not going to go out and seek them out because there's plenty of cigars that perform just as well or better in the sub ten dollar range. What the hell, Dave? Where's that bomb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Bahikis laying around, and Drew gets pudgy monsters. <laughs> That's right. Hey, those were good. I I do appreciate it. I bet. Um, hey, eight podcasts worth. <laughs> and that and that was tailored to Drew because he never had on. Well, he loves that kind of stuff. Seven podcasts worth because I smoked two this time. <clears throat> Still worth it. They were good. What'd you say? Which one did you smoke? You smoked the Tiff and which one? Tiff and the uh, Chuck. Oh, okay. They were both. Yeah, all, I don't know. They were both all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All all of them were good. Um, these were probably my least favorite of the of the eight. Yeah, yeah. but still good. And they were good cigars. For the pudgies, I still want to try to for get the, the um, and get those skinnies. The skinnies. <laughs> get the skinny on that. For the uh, <laughs> the pudgies, though, that's that's a lot of value. I think in that little sampler box. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But I, I I really feel that the value plays a, a consumer role. You know, if if you if you buy a thirty dollar cigar, you expect it to perform at thirty dollars. Yeah. And so your expectations are high, but your experience may not necessarily be high. It's kind of like with uh, yeah. supplements. You know, for athletes, you're not supplementing to get fifty percent more performance. You may get five to ten percent more performance. You know, but people spend two hundred dollars on supplements and they expect a lot more but you know and what if you're i i but the, the difference here is people buy supplements thinking they're miracle workers supplements mm-hmm. only work if you work hard whereas a cigar you're spending money and your experience is based on the work of someone else yes yeah but if you go and buy one of these expensive cigars generally you're going to hang on to it for a while you're going to try to <clears> pair <throat> it with a, a, a an event or a moment you know mm-hmm. And the manufacturers setting that high price point are kind of like forcing their consumers to expect more from the cigar. And so I think I from a consumer's perspective, it, it definitely... Ooh. Oh, those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> from a con- consumer perspective, it definitely plays a role in the experience. But from a review perspective, I still think it's very valid if a cigar is in a certain range and it doesn't perform in that range... I think it's noteworthy. So we we talked about this before, and in a text message, you kind of broke down price points, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Didn't you do that? Did you do that for something, or was that just us us talking? If you look at the reviews on CigarNoise.com, it'll have like a five to seven range, um, an eight to ten, you know, an eleven to fourteen, fifteen to nineteen, and then we discussed the uh, the twenty to twenty five and the twenty six plus. Yeah. and then if you click those little buttons, then it, it gives you every cigar in that range. I got you. But let's say you have a fifteen to nineteen dollar cigar. Value also comes into play if, if you're one of those guys that wants that three hour long cigar, you know, and, and you have a, a, a slow burning torch. I mean a uh, Toro, then that could be considered more value, you know. Absolutely. Or if you just have a really shitty nineteen dollar cigar experience, you know, again, I, I believe it's noteworthy. So okay, you mentioned something that I want to hit on. Um, a three-hour cigar. What? When's the last time you smoked a cigar for three hours, dude? Ah. <laughs> uh, you think the, the you suck like Ezra a Hoover, Zion man? Eminence Come on. Was, 
Man, the, the Eminence was a slow-burning cigar. I think that uh, Robusto was like two and a half hours. Yeah, I got it in uh, like, that, I don't know. That wasn't for me. No. That was a quick, that was a quick burner. Hour and 15, Max. Yeah. Eminence? Yeah. Yeah. You're high. No. There's no way. I think I we think both so. smoked them the same week even. No way. Yes. I, my buddy Ray, it took him over two hours to finish our Max Press. What? That 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 cigar smokes a while. I wow. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Absolutely. I, I knew me that's and a, you. That's a slow burning cigar. I knew me and you smoked faster than most people, but and you smoke way faster than me. I think you've slowed down now a little bit, but dude, I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize I was. I know I'm quick. I mean, that's what the ladies say, but I didn't realize I was that quick. <laughs> they don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I, I think the last cigar, and Mo, you were there for this one, that took me like over like two hours was that Opus A. Really? Gee. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, wow. Yeah. What the hell? But dude, that's a Is big it? freaking cigar. We got to call you Chief. Jeez. <laughs> no, no longer big quesadilla. <laughs> Man, we haven't called you that. We haven't even called them quesadilla. I know. We let it lose its luster. It hasn't caught on yet. Uh, look, <laughs> we'll all get nicknames that just catch. Don't worry. <laughs> I bet we will. <laughs> Jeez. But what about you guys on the value thing? Do you think it's it's noteworthy for reviews? For, first of all, I, in my opinion, all just about all of my reviews have been predicated on some sort of value component. Yes. And I don't look. Most guys out there. Like we talked about before, a lot of guys have a cigar budget. They have a cigar budget. They they a lot you know they have families, they have responsibilities, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna put aside X number of dollars to buy cigars this month, for example. Mm-hmm. Those people deserve to know, in my opinion. Um, your your review can still be impartial and still hold that value component uh, as part of the as part of the review, in my opinion. Yeah, they want the most for their because, money. Yeah, everybody does. The most so smoke time. How are you gonna how, how are you gonna tell me that that shouldn't be? I could say a cigar is really good, and still make an opinion on whether or not a guy should go. If he if a guy has a hundred dollar a month cigar budget, it's hard to tell a guy like that this cigar is great, but go spend one fifth of your cigar budget on one cigar. That's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, and I can't I, think of any other industry where you would buy something and feel extremely let down based on the price and the expectations and the performance and it not cars? be. Cars? <laughs> uh, even then, man, I mean, you have price ranges, you know, and if you buy a Lexus, you expect it to be much better than a Toyota. You know, it's the same manufacturer, but you're expecting to pay more to get more. Yeah. So I would, right, I would but what about, you would what about a Lexus? That the same. What about a Lexus versus a Mercedes or BMW, though? Then it comes down to personal preference. What yeah, but a lot of, of those are in the same like? price range. They are, but they perform differently. They do. But like um, the Lost City. The Lost City, I've, I've never bought one for under, I think, 29 bucks. But to me personally, I think it's worth 29 bucks. A lot of people don't, but I would I pay do. that any given day and, and buy it. And yeah. I think it okay, says but, a lot about that cigar. I think it's a huge compliment to that cigar that it commands that price. And yeah, it's but, worth you know, it. I mean, okay, but 
again, so what are your other cigars in that price range? And it's okay, it's like let's say Davidoff, you're the monkey. Mm-hmm. That's a $30 I, I cigar. Fun. Me yeah. neither. But I mean, I'm just saying, that's a $30 cigar. Yeah. Well, let's, um, I mean, <clears throat> the best I can relate to that. So I've bought a couple boxes of the Lost Cities at, I don't know, not 29, but 24, 25, somewhere in there. And I've now purchased a few of the um, My Father Five Year at $22, mm. Um It's so much easier for me to buy that Lost City than it is to buy those My Father's. And they're both, but you know what? They're both really good cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I was just thinking about that when you guys brought this up, but it was like, man, it, it took nothing for me to drop. I don't know, a couple hundred dollars on a box of Lost Cities, but I didn't even think about that. It was tough for me to buy like three of the my fathers. F- Fuente mm-hmm. is your Fuente is your Ezra Zion. Though. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> But those, dude, I'm telling you, those, those are my fathers. Those are amazing. Dude, like I said, I'm, when I reviewed that cigar, like I said, I'm going to pay 23 now so I don't have to pay 40 or 45 later. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a real thing. Don't tell me that yeah. that's not real. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Also, the, the value, um, let's take Eye of the Shark. A lot of people don't like the Eye of the Shark. But I think it's because they're also paying twenty to thirty dollars for it at MSRP. You know, they might enjoy it a little bit more at the ten seventy five. I believe it is. Yeah. Your you know, and so just in that greatly changed. Yeah. Absolutely, and just in that mm-hmm. one cigar with the price fluctuations, you can see how value is. is yeah. Yeah, and, and anybody who says that price doesn't play a factor in their review process, it does, even if sub, even if subconsciously, because yeah. your expectations were already formed. The minute you paid that price for that cigar, mm-hmm. so that's going to play into your review right off the bat. Whether whether or not you even consider it on a conscious level, it's still back there. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, even to okay, so technically everybody that smokes cigar is reviewing it because even if you go into the shop and you let's say you buy an eight dollar cigar or a ten dollar, twelve dollar, that kind of range, and you don't. Uh, it doesn't meet your needs, whatever you're looking for, you're going to tell your buddy, hey, I spent 12 bucks on that and I wouldn't again. Um, absolutely. So you're, yep, you're, absolutely. you're reviewing, I mean, indirectly, you're reviewing that cigar. Yep. And, and, yeah. and for that kind of guy that goes into the shop and even at an $8 range, he normally smokes a 5 $6 range and he spends the money on an uh, 8 to 10 mm-hmm. Dude, that's a huge jump for him. Yep. And if he didn't if it didn't live up to his expectations, he's going back to his five or six dollar and he's telling his buddy not to buy that ten dollar cigar. Yeah. And you hear a lot, you know, I enjoyed it, but I'm not gonna smoke it again unless it was this price. You know, if if it was this price, I'd smoke a lot of them, but I'm not gonna pay that for it. Mm-hmm. You hear that all the time as well. Oh man. I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> Mo's not. Mo's refreshed. Mo had a nap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go play some FIFA. I got I got I'm playing golf at like nine thirty tomorrow morning, so awesome. Hey mom's that coffee ready? <laughs> <laughs> golf. Where are you playing golf at, Mo? You have a cool course you're playing at? This is my first time there. I'm going for my brother's birthday. 
Are you taking uh, cigars? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, <clears throat> real fast, because we've got a little time. You're going to golf, and you've golfed, obviously, several times, and you like smoking cigars, obviously, but do you... But pick... I typically don't smoke cigars when I golf, so this will actually be my first time oh, smoking okay. a cigar okay. while golfing. Yeah. I was going to say, did you pick... Did you pick different cigars than you normally would for being out on the golf course? Oh yeah, they're gonna be yard guards. <laughs> but, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my brother uh, a Partagas Lusitania. Yeah. Because that's like his favorite, probably favorite cigar. Yeah. And I think I have one left awesome. from when you and I did that box split. Yeah. So I'm gonna take that for his birthday. Awesome. But other than that, I'm taking myself crap. <laughs> <laughs> so probably like some sultans of smoke. <laughs> what do you have? You already picked out what you're taking? No, not yet. Okay. Actually, gonna... I'm, I still want to get to Casa tonight and get one of those like golf cart clips for your yeah. cigar, dude. Those. Uh, oh yeah. I use that thing so every day to... at work. Yeah. So yeah, we we need to we need to kind of hurry this up. All right. Well, we'll remember next week. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ask you what cigars you took golfing. I will. Yeah, I'll take a picture of them so I remember. Uh, and Dave, you're putting a post your um, box of spices and nuts. Yeah, I'll do it, man. I'll post it in the morning when the sun comes out. Awesome. Terrible lighting in the house. Well, guys, appreciate you being on again tonight. Hell yeah. Catch everybody next week. All right, All right boys. Have a good one. Talk to you later. See you. Bye. Later, gents. Thank you for listening to Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook. And Instagram, it's the Saltons of Smoke. Twitter, it's at Saltons of Smoke. You can email us anytime at the Saltons of Smoke at gmail.com. Also, check out uh, our cigar brand. Both the Legacy and the Box Press are available at Casa de Monte Cristo or online at CDM Cigars in Chicago. Next month, they'll also be available at Jack Schwartz. Uh, if you're in the Tulsa area, you can pick them up at Classic Cigars. Or if you're in the Texas Dallas area, Fort Worth, it's going to be the Underground Cigar Shop. Thank you for listening.